Hello, this is the Order of the Mustard Seed podcast, and I'm your host, Jill Weber. Well, I'm here with Misty Bauer in her lovely home. We're sitting on her couch and having a cup of tea. Very British. <laughs> Very British. I've chased her down, and... Uh, uh, she's graciously agreed to talk to us about her and the order of the mustard seed. She's an old timer, so uh, I mean you're not old, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you're one of the first ones, you know, in sort of this incarnation of the order of the mustard seed. You, what, when did you and Scott take your vows, your husband? It was about twelve years ago. We took them together with some friends. Okay, so tell us about what what led you to that. What was the journey towards that moment? Yeah. Well, for us, it was um, it was about um, it was about we were in a stage of life where we were really searching for um, a deeper way to live out our faith. So a way that uh, we could live our faith in a more radical way, looking for a way for it to really impact every area of our life, and something to to help with that. We were we were really searching. We were church leaders. We were um, you know leading people but we really felt we wanted to pursue God in a in a much deeper way and um, having been involved with 24-7 right since the very early cultural shift days um, we knew that you know we were reading all the books and soaking everything up and came across the vision and vow and um, and felt like this was something we wanted to explore a bit more. So so talk to me about um, you you joined with your husband and yes. a couple of friends so yeah. So you were kind of on the journey towards it. You wanted to try and, and follow Jesus, you said, in a more radical way. Do you yeah. want to talk a little bit more about that? What's yeah, that so we were finding, I think we were just finding life a bit mundane. We loved Jesus. We, as I say, we were serving in our church, but we felt like there was more we could give and there was more we could learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a, a small group of friends at the time who we, uh, we tried to be radical in our faith with. And there was um, a particular couple, Cy and Ali, who we're still friends with today, who um, we just started to explore, um, as I say, the, the, the vow, and to see whether this might be something that we want to, to move towards together. So there was no novitiate time with that. We just literally had a book yeah. and each other and, um, and God and prayed through, prayed through the book together. Um, and decided that that was that was something we wanted to do as a four. Okay, fantastic. And then what happened next? So, um, as I say, it was for us. It was at a time when we were kind of exploring, um, you know, what was next for us in life. We were searching, and we felt it was time to move on from where we were. So, during this season of, of change, we were exploring the vow, but we were also seeking God to say, "What what's next for us? Where do you want us next?" Um, we explored all kinds of options which looked look nice to us but they weren't the right thing um, and and then um, Scott attended I am five and I think it was Floyd McClung spoke on and he had a really clear message of Jesus says follow me and that was the, the thing that rang in Scott's ears when he came home and he came home and said um, Jesus says follow me and I was okay and I'm always the practical one, and he's like, oh, yeah, maybe we could do this, maybe we could do that. And I'm like, well, I don't know, we've got two young kids, blah, blah, blah. How, how old were the kids? The kids were, at this time, Evan was a nearly two, and Mimi was nearly nearly four, okay. so when we started the process. 
Um, but uh, so so, he, but he came home from this one, and it somehow felt different. And about um, ten years previous, before we had kids, Scott and I had done a bit of travelling in a in a camper van, and um, we'd sort of followed followed the path that God led us on. And we met different people from different churches, and they sent us a different sent us on. Um, and then after about six months, God said, it's time to go home, time to dig into local church, but this is a foretaste of what's to come. And we just laid that aside, got dug into local church, church planted, etc. Yeah. And when Scott came home and said, um, Jesus, you know, I really feel this following me, and I just thought, I wonder if it's time, I wonder if it's time to go and, on that adventure again, to do some exploring, to do some some travelling and for me to say that was quite radical because as I say I'm the practical one to say oh no what's it going to cost you know in all those different ways but um, so that was the and for us it was all tangled in together taking the vow pursuing pursuing that pursuing this deeper relationship with God um, and it brought us to this stage of um, selling up and moving out basically so selling up to your soul everything everything okay sold everything <laughs> <laughs> all right then uh, bar a few memories that you can't replace yeah. we yeah we had a you know a yard sale and all that kind of stuff and sold our house with some friends and um yeah and bought a camper van um and felt like god, as, as one does as one does yeah <laughs> and felt like god just said um follow me to europe so um there were no plans there were no um we didn't go with any particular intention. We just knew he said cross the channel, and we chose to to turn left um, <laughs> because we we thought that was a good idea. And over the so it took us about a year in process. We didn't just sell and buy a camper van. We yeah. we didn't tell anyone for six months, and we processed this. And because it was a radical thing, we were in good jobs, etc. And the kids were young. Um, but interestingly, of all the ideas that we'd had of what we were going to do next. This was the only one that people went, this feels right. And for us it was, as I say, all tangled up in, in the vow and we felt like this was our chance to go and explore what it meant to live out the vow in a in a really radical way. Um, and so, yeah, we, we had spent about a year, as I say, digging more into 24-7. We knew we loved what 24-7 was about and felt we had the same DNA. We came and met Ian Nicholson, who did a previous podcast, and said, we want to go with you. We mm. want to go under your banner. And none of us really knew what that looked like, but he said, just here's some, we know people here, 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 and here. And he introduced us to a whole bunch of people across Europe. Um, hence why we turned left, because we knew we were heading to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about a little bit about those journeys. So, um, so the, one of the first things we did was establish a, a rhythm. Mm. following our we took our vow in Belgrade first of all with our friends at a 24 7 um, event they were doing big conversations over Europe and I'm not sure if they did it further and um, we decided to take our vow there with them in Belgrade um, so we just went into the uh, grounds of this um, it was like a, a tumble down castle something like that and took our vows. Again, there was no prescription of what we should say. We chose, we actually used the Methodist Covenant. Oh, vow, that is which a is dangerous prayer. <laughs> yeah, since, since then we've looked back and gone, hmm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, that was where our hearts were at. Mm. We, you know, we actually, this was what we um, felt God was calling us to. Mm. Um, so we took that with them, then came back to the UK and left. Um, 
with lots of different contacts of people we wanted to. So the first thing we did was establish this rhythm. So we, using the brilliant Celtic um, daily book of prayer, we established a rhythm of prayer with the children. So every morning we would do morning prayers. Um, And then um, we would ensure that we we each spent some quality time, you know, with with God an hour or so, um, taking it in turns to look after the children. Uh, we homeschooled our children, so that was part of our that was part of our vow, if you like. It was um, you know, part of the practices of learning was actually homeschooling oh, okay. our children. Wow, yeah. Um, which we went learnt a, a lot as as well as they did, um, and learning from the cultures that that we were in, which was um, you know which was a really important part of it. And and <clears throat> so as we as we travelled, we did a whole host of things so some places we turned up and just listened to people's stories of either how they got involved with 24 7 or their life and we would try and encourage them so we would be there listening to them um, we would be receiving their hospitality more often than not so you know another one of the the practices but actually we did a lot of receiving hospitality and we learned so much about hospitality from receiving it yeah it's really interesting when you accept Often we were in a position where we we had to accept people's hospitality, and you know from um, you know a lady in a small room in Macedonia who made us coffee, which I don't drink, very strong Turkish coffee, um, you know. But you accept the hospitality because she wants to welcome you into her, into her tiny little room that she, that is her home. Yeah. Um, to turning up at um, a friend's house that we'd met through twenty four seven in Germany. But they'd just had a family barbecue. They'd literally just finished. We turned up and they fired the barbecue back up and we'd eat, we ate way more meat and salads than we'd eaten for months, you know. So the generosity of people was just incredible and learning from that. Um, so, so, yeah, so the initial six to 12 months was just travelling, meeting people, hearing their stories and then taking their stories so that other people could learn from them. Yeah. Um, so we would share their stories. Have you heard about so-and-so and what they're doing in such and such a place? And we would share that story with the next person, um, which was a, a real privilege to be able to go and share other people's stories. Actually, we didn't have much of a story to tell at that time, and it was, um, it was going and sharing other people's. Tell me how long in total were you travelling like that? We travelled like that for about a year, and then we landed in Macedonia, um, uh, where we decided to spend the winter and actually ended up there for nearly a year. Okay. We arrived at the time when they were just establishing their 24-7 community of um, incredible people who had all sorts of backgrounds from previous drug addicts to, um, you know, different home issues to, um, yeah, just some beautiful people with incredible stories and we were able to, to be there and just walk alongside them as they were setting up their... Um, their their church, which is which Glasnost, which is still still in existence, and again we learnt as much from them as as they would have done from us, probably more. Um, but it was great to talk about. Often we talked about the vow with these people, so we sort of shared it as we went and why are you doing this, and it was a real oh, part okay. of, you know, this for us is um, the beginning of living out our vow is is coming and you know being amongst other people giving and receiving hospitality we were able then we had a flat so we were able to start giving back with some of the hospitality which was great um you know inviting people into our home and modeling you know, a way of being hospita- hospitable not the only way but a way um and so we were in macedonia for a year um we spent a year in germany in the in the ramsdorf community yeah 
um, which had its highs and lows, as all as all experiences community life always yeah, does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, just one of the key things about hospitality we learnt from from them was um, they always left a space at the table and always cooked enough food in case there was somebody who was needy. Oh, really? Okay. And that's a principle that we've taken since. We always have enough food for one more. There's yeah. always there's always can can spread. So if somebody turns up at the door there's always enough food for them. Mm. They don't always turn up at the door and sometimes we eat it, but, you know, <laughs> but there's always enough. Yeah. Um, and, and again, we've always tried to open our door if people need a place to stay. If that's possible, we, you know, we love to be able to, to host people. Well, just about every time I've been here, there's somebody different living with you, so... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we, we currently have, um, you know, one lodger and a, and, a, and a friend staying for a week because they needed a place to stay and... Um, it's just become part of who we are, and, it, and actually, it's enabled. It's we find it really. Um, it's a real learning experience for us, and we grow so much by having different people in our home, and bringing our children. At one of the valuable things of travelling, and then bringing, you know, we've been pilgrims going to places, and then inviting pilgrims into our home, has been the what they've learned from people, and actually the number of different people they've met and what they've learned looking at different people's ways of life has really opened their eyes to um to be on the rat race you know we live in guildford now which is the rat race (laughs) a really good example of it but um you know and life looks very different now to when we're on the road Mm -hmm. but uh those same principles of you know being kind to people and true to christ and taking the gospel to the nations looks different here but um we've tried to instill those in our in our children and hopefully if you meet our children you will see those beginning to to come through so it was a really spiritually formative time for you and scott and for the kids how many years in total were you um it was about five years about five years on the road in the camper van yeah 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 so we so we had the camper van for about a year and then it was various places yeah 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 yeah. cool so the legacy that that's left you, you've talked about its impact on the children and their perspective yeah. on life and, and how they've actually learned a different narrative mm. than perhaps they would have learned growing up if they did all the way in, in Guilford. So, yeah, I mean, so they've done that. So, so talk to me about what you're doing right now in your, in your life and work. Yeah, so um, Scott and I are part of the Emmaus Road community here in Guilford. We're on the leadership there. Um, and so that's part of how we we, we outwork uh, what we've been what we've been learning. But also, um, my day job is I run a small youth work Christian youth work charity where um, which I try and bring the values into that. So we work with young people and we show them kindness because actually, for some young people, not for all, but for some young people, they don't receive much kindness. Um, it's often a, a demographic that's sort of looked down upon a little from by society. Yeah. They're not quite fully adult yet, so they don't have any value, some people think. Um, they're often the ones who are angsty and can cause trouble. But we, we try and see what Jesus sees in them yeah. um, and, and are, are kind to them. Um, and and for, uh, for me, that is my taking gospel to the nations. You know, it's, it's being Jesus to these young people and, and encouraging my team to go out and be the hands and feet of Jesus to these young people mm-hmm. um, and although our aim isn't to um, evangelize these young people we do demonstrate the love of, of Jesus to them um, and introduce them to, to him through that and we often get asked you know what 
why are you doing this? Why do you keep coming back when I shout at you? And, you know, it's uh-huh. that continual, um, you know, continual forgiveness and continual kindness. and Unrelenting kindness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've talked a bit about hospitality and, and a bit about the spiritual practice of learning. Yep. Is there, you know, any other reflections you have on the some of the other practices? Um, you have to remember what they are now. Yeah. <laughs> hospitality, mission, justice, mercy. Yeah. Learning, creativity. Yeah, creativity is another one that be- actually became really important to us um, when we were traveling, Scott rediscovered um that he could paint which was really nice to see oh. to see that just by allowing himself the time and in fact um Mimi's challenged him this year to to pick that up again because he's laid it laid it down for a while so it's nice to see her challenging him actually this is an important value I saw what it how it how it was good for you and I want you to do some more of that mm. um so we'll see if he does yeah um so yeah, I think it, it's interesting with the values because some, I guess, come more naturally than others. Yeah. So for us, hospitality is it's not always easy, but it's potentially more natural. Creativity, again, is we're quite creative people and, um, you know, therefore that's something that we, we are drawn, drawn towards. Um, justice and mercy. Um, well, obviously the work that you're doing. Exactly, and right the same with that. Scott, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, it's trying to. It's not like we are strict, and we need to try and do some of these every week. But um, it's. I think the practices sort of draw out of you what God's already put in you, if that makes sense. Oh, interesting. Can you say a little bit more? Yeah. Yeah. So, for example, with the creativity, you know, you you know that God's put something in you, and it sort of gives you that permission, Mm -hmm. knowing that creativity is one of the values for us. It's like, oh, okay, so this is this is a way I can express myself to God. This is. I can be, I love to sew, I can be up there sewing, making clothes, and this is a way I can meet with God, I can worship God, and I can bless others by making stuff. Or So it's often in our society something like creativity is seen as a bit of an added extra, you know, and actually, well, you haven't got time for that, but actually it's so important to who we are, um, and everybody has some kind of creativity, whatever that looks yeah, like. Yeah, you don't have to be arty. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, can I can't creatively draw, organize but... my kitchen cupboards. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And trying to encourage that in the children as well. You know, trying to see what their creativity is. Mm. So it's, it's impacted the way you've parented then. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that particularly um, being kind. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, as a parent, sometimes things are difficult and you don't always want to be very kind. Your, you know, your natural reaction isn't necessarily one of kindness. So remembering to be kind to them, that's a real, that's a real challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and that daily, you know, I try and have the daily practice of, um, in fact, it was Phil Togwell that was kind of like, this is what I do. And I thought, brilliant, this is a really good, just a little check in of, you know, have I been true to Christ today? Have I been kind? Have I taken the gospel to the nations today? Have I have I done those? And so you can reflect back on was I kind to my children today? Could I have said that in a in a more kind way? Mm-hmm. Or thinking about what might come tomorrow, I've got to address that issue. How can I do that in a kind kind way? And I think that that really does impact um, our our relationship with our, our children, and also that you want to demonstrate to them how to be, you know, what it means to be true to Christ and what it means to to take the gospel to the nations and why it's important. Both our children are talking about going and doing some kind of volunteering. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they want to do it in a way that you know with with a Christian organization mm. that you know shares shares the gospel so okay so yeah. the legacy is passing on to yeah, the I next so. yeah. generation <laughs> it's interesting that that whole it's these these small acts of kindness mm. day in day out you know this conversation that conversation when you mm. think about the accumulated effect yeah. of that for you this has been a focus now for 13 years mm. right and so it may seem like a small thing, but it's a small thing that you've then practiced mm. probably tens of thousands of mm-hmm. times mm. over and over and over again. Yeah. So it yeah. leaves a legacy, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. Mm. But it is a daily, and, and that's one of the things I love about it is that it is a daily, you know, it's, I think it's easy as a Christian, and we found it, you just kind of can go through the motions, yeah, I go to church, yeah, I do this, but actually having this is a, is a daily check of actually am I am I loving Jesus am I serving him to the best of my ability am I um, modeling what he would model if he was here mm-hmm. um, and that for me is the challenge and keeps and keeps us fresh in our faith I guess whether we're out traveling somewhere or whether we're you know sat on the sofa in in Guildford and going to work every day yeah so it's still fresh 13 years later I think it goes in waves yeah so, um, you know, for us, it's interesting thinking about the order. It, I never really thought I was joining an order. I just thought I was taking a vow, and it was quite a personal thing, yeah. you know, with my friendship group. Um, so, so yeah, so the, the order growing over the last couple of years has, has really brought it back to life, if you like. You know, you kind of go in waves, but mm-hmm. um, it's, it's reminding me you know, more daily of, uh, you know, I must, you know, this is what I want to pursue, this is why I pursued it, and, and even preparing for this was really healthy to kind of go back, yeah, that's, that's why I did it, you know, this is, this is where it came from, and, and that is still true. Yeah, yeah. It's still true. Well, yeah. any last words to our listeners before you pray for them? Um, yeah, I think I just, you know, for every, each person it's a personal journey, mm-hmm. you know, it's just part of your personal journey with Jesus. Yeah. Um, and explore that and have fun exploring that with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Maybe when you're praying, one of the things you could pray is a spirit of adventure. Mm-hmm. I just love that you guys went, all right, we're just going to sell everything. We're going to get a camper van and you know, cross the channel and turn left. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, we just... We're so attached to security, mm-hmm. right? We're so t- so. Maybe you could pray for me and for mm-hmm. the rest of us for that yeah. that adventurous spirit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. That life with you is an adventure, whatever that looks like for us as individuals. Lord, I thank you that um, you are faithful to us wherever we are and whatever we're doing. And Lord, I pray for the. Um, for anyone listening to this podcast, Lord, we do ask that you take them on their own adventure with you, mm-hmm. that they may see that adventure daily, whether they work a nine-to-five job or whether they, they're travelling and, and doing something out of the ordinary. And Lord, as, as Jill says, we do pray for a spirit of adventure, that we would hold the things of this world lightly and that we would hold the things of you tightly. Mm-hmm. Lord, that we would pursue you through our daily walk, through through living out our vow, whatever that looks like for us as individuals, that we pursue you and hold on to what you have for us tightly 
as you take us on the adventure that you have for each one of us. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Order of the Mustard Seed podcast. For more information about the order, you can find us at orderofthemustardseed.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. May God grant us grace as we follow his invitations to be true and to be kind and to go. Go.